no one has the power to hurt you like your friends thought it would never change but it's time moved on that ugly duckling grew up to be a swan and now your chest burns and your back aches because now the years are showing up on your face but you'll never So, yeah, round of applause for you because I know you guys are like, uh-huh, <laughs> But, you know, I couldn't stay away without giving y'all the reasons for why uh, I'm not consistent here at the moment. And I know I totally owe you those um, commentaries on the battles, and I'll be getting that to you by the end of the week. Uh, but, you know, life, man. But shout out to you guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, round of applause for you guys in all sincerity, like sincerely. Were you guys were you guys have really been patient with my black ass? Um, and I know you guys are like, what the fuck? But most of y'all, since I've been doing this since uh 2020, kind of understand when I don't come back immediately, it's not just because I'm slacking, it's just other things take prevalence. And uh, you know, I'm a one man band right now, so I'm doing a lot of my projects and things related to my business dolo just me and spirit you know what i'm saying so in the physical is me so um sometimes i spread myself thin and it takes me away from other projects and i have to prioritize what's more uh important at the time that i need to be focused on and so you guys around the time that uh i gave y'all 
the um, my, my last episode, I'll just say the last episode and knowing that this episode was really supposed to be me giving you the, the battles, which I still am. Um, I didn't get around to doing that necessarily because I end up starting class again. So that obviously for me took prevalence, right? I love you guys sincerely. You know, I appreciate all the listeners. Um, and it's not like I intended to just like, uh, you know, brush, brush the whole, uh, episode off. That wasn't it. It's that, you know, other things, like I said, took prevalence. So I'm back in school. I'm back in the, um, LSAT course prep. So that in itself is not something that I can juggle other things with. You understand? So this is why, um, I'm really, while I'm on vacation for my nine to five, um, I'm going to take this weekend to focus on that so I can give you guys that because you've been waiting for a minute, right? So I'm going to give you guys that. And then just a heads up, I'm probably going to stand clear of uh, giving you commentary and breaking down the battles like I normally do because I can't do that right now. That's just the truth of it, you guys. Uh, I'm really trying to get into law school. So uh, my course prep is, and, and you guys, most if you've been with me for the beginning, you know I took this test last year. I took the course prep last year and I also took the LSAT last year and you can recall episodes with me talking about the intensity of it then. And I didn't even like I gave effort, but I know I didn't give the kind of effort that's necessary to get the score that I need. Right. So there's no half step in this shit. So I am truly dedicating and devoting my entire energy right now to this. There is no room. I even pumped the brakes on my book for a second and I'm halfway through the book, like literally halfway through. It's about 11 chapters. I'm at five, no, six, six. And I had to stop because this, I, um, for me, cause I'm, I, I'm a multitasker. I don't have a problem with doing that, but this requires the LSAT course prep requires my undivided attention, you guys. So this is the reason why I didn't come back. This is the reason why you didn't get the battles, but before Sunday, before, uh, what's the day? March 30th type shit. So before roughly around April 3rd, I'll have that, 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 that episode, um, up for you guys and going forward. Cause I know, uh, Queen of the Ring, just had a uh just had an event last weekend out here in the Bronx. Shout out to Queen of the Ring. Um and obviously URL other leagues King of the Dot I'm sorry I paused because I'm lighting this L R R B just all the leagues, right? All the leagues are consistently doing their things. And, uh, I'm not just solely a person who, uh, only speaks on this podcast about battle rap. So I don't try to keep up with every battle, but the ones that, um, because I'm a battle rap fan veteran, the ones that I feel you guys would like to know more about or discuss or hear, those are the ones I I take and do what I do with it. But, um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but that being said, it's like, I was like, damn, I gotta, 
I gotta come back and let you guys know what the fuck is going on so y'all just think like, what's up, co? Like, this is what's up type shit. Um, also, yeah, so since the last time I spoke to you guys, what the fuck? Like, the, I don't even have the words right now to say all the messy shit that's going on in this world, all the chaos, all, all the drama, uh, unfortunate events happening across the world, uh, wars. We're going to get all into that later. Not on this segment, but I'm very much aware, and you guys know, um, I definitely stay abreast on what's going on with world events and uh, affairs that very uh, that may uh, affect you and I, right? Because it's not like I just have only the United States listening to me. I got about 67, what is it, 60 something international countries that I fucking love that you love me and y'all fucks with it. So I try to stay well-rounded to give a little piece of information to everybody that could benefit from it in some way, right? Or feel connected to the to the episode. But yeah, I, I know what's going on in Russia. I know what's going on in Ukraine. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna definitely get to it um, at some point. Again, not on this particular segment, but I'll get to it. <clears throat> I get it done, you know that. Also for my political uh, heads, that enjoy commentary that I give regarding politics, uh, laws, and things of that sort. Um, there's a lot of new things uh, going on in the legal arena, uh, specifically for my state, New York, uh, New York, New York City. I was gonna say New York State. What the fuck? <laughs> New York City. Um, there have been new laws that will be enacted uh, this year in regards to. Uh, parole violations that really do help those who are on parole and have been subjected to uh, being in situations where they're being remanded where they shouldn't be remanded, right? So that's awesome. Shout out to uh, the criminal justice system and um, my job type shit. Yeah, because they have a huge... Um, influence on that particular um, policy or becoming law, I should say. But um, criminal justice system is definitely uh, turning into a different direction and it appears to be uh, lucrative for the clients, for the community. Um, And we'll just have to one day at a time type shit and see how this goes. But I'm very excited for that. Also, um, look out for me uh, discussing what you guys probably are already following the um, uh, the news coverage of the uh, Supreme Court judge nominee. uh, Judge Katanji Brown uh, Jackson, uh, which has caused some conversations, right? You know, if if you don't know, kind of look into it uh, in terms of how um, in terms of how uh, how the uh, process is going with the uh uh judiciary committee um 
he actually uh, postponed uh, events until next week, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, uh, the hearings and, and um, things of that sort. But there's a lot going on with that that I, I want to discuss with you guys too. So I'm going to use a whole different episode to do that. So I just want to let you know, I'm tuned in, I'm plugged in, I see what's going on. We're going to talk about it. Um, also, uh, yeah, Sunday, right? Because uh, the whole world is in frenzy about that Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock uh, situation at the Oscars. Let me just say, honestly speaking, uh, this is just my opinion, right? My opinion, right? Honestly, I uh, feel like that whole ordeal was a PR stunt, right? Outside of it being a PR stunt to basically derive more attention around the Oscars, right? Um, and possibly these two actors, right? Um, I really am extremely jaded about what even happened because uh, a lot of people comments about Will Smack and Chris in the beginning initially seemed to be in support of what he did because it was stated from him he did that because Chris was you know said something about Jada and a uh at the at the Oscars while he was doing his performance now th- I'm gonna stop right there this is where for me because I'm I see both sides of all of a coin at all times, right? So it for me, it's not, my issue is not with him feeling justified to defend his woman's honor, right? That's, that's not the issue here. In fact, that's quite commendable, right? That's not what I got from this. Um, and, and, and this is why I didn't get that theory from his actions because Chris Rock, first of all, let's keep in mind, he's an entertainer, right? I just want to say this briefly. He's an entertainer. He's a comic, right? So it's with the understanding that his job, so to say, is to make people laugh, right? So I don't understand while Chris was doing his job, why that even occurred. Like, I don't understand the basis for why Will got up and did this very almost staged. The, the, the slap looks very staged. I don't know what y'all looking at, but to me, it doesn't even look like... It either looks to me, it gets the appearance that Chris knew that this is what was supposed to happen. Like, this was some behind the scenes. Like, and then you're going to smack me tight. Yeah, like, everybody was in on it. Or if it's not that... The smack in itself was just very inauthentic. The, the whole situation screams fraudulence. However it's fraudulent, it's fraudulent somewhere, right? I'm just, you see smoke, there's a fire uh, close by type shit. So, or the fire just got put out. One or the other, right? My issue is, uh, not so much as the defending of his wife and her character and, you know what she's currently going through medically um it's the bigger picture and what he did right so what image or what actions taken did you now project to the world that 
comics have to be more particular in what it is they say in their material because in theory right this is an entertainer and we're going to go back to other like what chris rock did is nothing different than what any other comic has ever done in their life as an entertainer you're going to tell me you don't know any other comic that's never talked shit about someone or someone they're affiliated with like i don't recall other people who have gotten roasted so to say smacking the shit out of other people if so let me know right because i ain't never see mj rest in peace all the jokes comedians have made when he was alive over a course of years that man ain't never walk up to nobody and smack the shit out of nobody. Now, you've had comedians joke about how he's walked up to them and said shit like, you know, don't, you know, wasn't the, didn't give off the energy that they seen in these videos. Like, if he was soft and shit. And I don't even know how they thought, you know, people look at Mike and think, you know, they think what they think. But there has been comedians that have addressed Mike approaching them and it was all in, in, in love and, you know, respect. And again, these are stories or, you know, it's expected in a sense based on a profession that a comic does to either stretch a story, uh, you know, be somewhat controversial and um, shit. I don't know. I just don't understand how he took whatever he said so offensive that it led him to get up out of his seat and smack the nigga. And, and, and again, you're smacking somebody who makes a living off of roasting people. But what does that say for the upcoming comedians? Like, I feel it's, it's really stepping borderline on the constitutional rights that we all have, freedom of speech. Like, who are we gonna start smacking? Like, you just open the door to just smack niggas every time you don't like what's being said. That's not justified, my nigga. I, regardless of what's being said. And again, I'm not suggesting that if somebody is saying something hurtful, derogatory, or disrespectful about someone that's near and dear to you, you don't have the right to address it. But that there, what Will did, uh-uh. Will, you ain't even, uh-uh. My nigga, if that's the case, you should have been smacking niggas. Now, and I'm not condoning violence. I'm just saying, let's call a spade a spade. Like, my nigga, what was the shit they were saying in the, on the internet? Yo, the internet is undefeated, my nigga. Like, y'all waste no time, internet people, <laughs> who create these memes to drag a nigga. Like, shit is crazy. Nigga said, if this is what... What did he say? If this is what Will did in March, let's just see what he does in August. Like, and it's so petty that, but you know, he's, he lined himself up and opened himself up to get that kind of feedback from people, right? Some type of jokes and shit like that because of the manner in which he decided to handle that particular situation. Um, And not for nothing, <laughs> you gotta expect people to say that like, there's a man who infiltrated your relationship in a sense, right? To where conversations were discussed amongst a table regarding your wife and them and sexual 
engagements, right? So where the whole world knows about what's going on with your wife and what she's doing with other motherfuckers, right? And you all, I don't want to say Will was okay with it, but he ain't react like this. Nigga, nigga had his whole, oh. <laughs> My nigga's like priorities, people. This is why I don't, I don't buy into the publicity stunt. That's what I feel it was because and again, I'm not encouraging and saying that he should have put hands and feet on August, right? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if your reaction to something in regards to your wife um, being discussed in a way that you felt was uh, disrespectful, right? And your reaction was to just walk up to the nigga, keep my woman name out your mouth and smack the nigga. But why you ain't have that same energy, you know what I'm saying? When your wife was out here, yeah, like, yeah, I don't believe, yeah, yeah, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't get it. (laughs) I mean... One has to ask themselves, if the entire world, and I don't want to say entire, right, because that's absolute, but if majority of people, uh, especially within the United States, was tuned in Sunday or Monday, learned of what they didn't see on Sunday, and it caused this, you know, wave of attention on social media about this, what what did you guys not pay attention to? I always, that's just me. I, I'm always the one, like, if somebody, it's like a magic trick, like magic, right? A magician will captivate you to be able to focus on what it is he's showing you, right? And that's, to, and that's done that way so that you take your awareness off of subtle things that's happening that could also be caught in your eyesight, but you're not gonna be able to see it in your peripheral because you're too focused on the attention that this magician is um, attracting you to focus on. So the attention that he's giving is allowing you and others to um, draw into that versus what's being done either behind the scene or being done right in your face that you don't seem to take notice of because you're too focused on something else, right? So for me, that's how I feel every time little messy shit in the media or weird shit like this in the media pops out and all these these stunts, publicity or not, these are stunts. What the fuck should we have been paying attention to that we didn't because we was paying attention to this shit? You know what I'm saying? Ask yourself that. I'm pretty sure if you go back on Sunday, right? And uh, Google World News on that day, the same day, Sunday and Monday, Google events that happen across the world on uh, the 29th and the 28th. Mm, You'd probably be surprised at what you find out that's of relevance more than what the fuck happened with Will and Chris. But moving on, right? Mm. So, um, yeah, the media and celebrity life is crazy. Niggas is getting dragged left and right. I'm not going to even spend too much time on this. I'm just going to say my, my piece and keep it, keep it moving. Uh, I overheard, you all overheard, I read, let me say, I read, right, that Doja Cat was, uh, Considering, at, well, at some point, she actually indicated she was retiring from music. I mean, she 
she kind of went in on Twitter, like, fuck this, fuck that, you know, and, you know, the quick synopsis of it is, fuck this, fuck that, I'm done with this shit, I'm good, right, <laughs> pretty much is what she, what she said, I don't need to give it to you verbatim, um, and you had some celebrities who were encouraging her to not give it up, but, you know, the decision is always hers, and that's what people need to understand, like, if somebody wants to do something that's best for them, regardless of if you see it being a different outcome, allow that person to make their own decisions and experience things under their premises and not based on what you, a third party, a third party person outside influence is telling them to do, right? Because she could very well not quit the music industry, but that should be her decision and it shouldn't be influenced by outside influences, whether it's positive or negative. At the end of the day, there was the, the, the actual decision ultimately comes from and should come from her and what she's decided, right? You had celebrities. Uh, I think they uh, mentioned, Rem- yeah, Remy Martin got uh, criticized on Twitter by a lot of uh, fans of uh, music, period, because she made a comment saying that Doja Cat, she doesn't consider Doja Cat a rapper. Like, in her perception of what a female rapper is, she doesn't see Doja Cat fitting that uh, criteria. And a lot of people took that left. And this is why sometimes I feel like not every opinion should be given on a situation or a matter, especially if you're a person who has some form of influence uh, it can either work for you or work against you. And, and in this particular situation, it kind of went left for Remy. I don't think she really gives a fuck, right? But uh, the facts are still the facts that people kind of went in. Um, they were indicating she's not in a position to say who's a rapper and who's not. Because if your basis of what a female rapper is, is based on only and solely what you believe it to be, then people would be on the same level as you because I'm pretty sure she believes she's a rapper. She is a female rapper, right? But if it's based only on what your um, criteria is and people have surpassed that, then what is that saying about either your perception of what a female rapper is or yourself as a female rapper? You understand? You got to look at it from a, a 360 degree angle, right? Um, also, a lot of people felt like, she, like I mentioned, she wasn't in a position to kind of make that call on another artist, right? And, and she did, in all fairness, state that her music overall, Doja Cat's music, she considers her to be a very dope artist, right? It's not like she um, downplayed Doja Cat as a entertainer, as an artist, but I guess she wanted to redefine where Doja Cat's category should be when it comes to her music. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess the community of hip hoppers and music lovers just wasn't appreciative of her opinion and her criticism on that. So you had that, you got uh, Nicki Minaj constantly uh, going back and forth in social media or um, and her latest songs stressing the authenticity of who she is as an artist or as a person, I guess, overall. Uh, and, uh, 
she recently, uh, a couple of weeks ago, did an interview with Joe Button that uh, was a little weird. It was a little weird for me, um, considering she did it with Joe. And, and it's always good to see people reconcile and put, you know, things to bed that don't need to resurface or just, you know, grow beyond conflict, right? I'm I'm, I'm advocate for that. But a lot of the things that was mentioned in this interview threw me all the way the fuck off. I think for me, um, two things in watching the interview stood out for me as crazy um, and very contradictory. Uh, and again, I'm not on nobody's payroll. I speak facts. So if anybody gets upset, that's your business. Like, whatevs, right? Um, but living your truth always, not just when it appears that authenticity is what's the wave now. You get what I'm saying? It looks like, and I say that because it seems like, and I told you guys that a lot of people was going to start pushing this, not just speaking about Nikki, other people, people in your personal life or people that you know is not the image that they're projecting to you now is because their image has been dragged or their image has been exposed as being something toxic. So they don't want to keep pushing that because then that will have them isolated, right? So they're going to try to reinvent themselves, but instead of reinventing themselves and taking accountability for their toxicities, they're going to try to re reinvent themselves projecting that they've always been true and authentic. And people know, the people always know, right? And so you have people who are questioning this new authenticity that Nikki claims ain't new. This is who she says she's always been and, 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 and very well could be, right? For those who know her personally, right? But there's a difference between your authenticity personally and then your authenticity, authenticity, thank you spirit, that you projected to the world. And if they're not the same, then you're gonna have a problem. You're definitely gonna have a problem. At some point, if what you really are is not what you put out, then you can't get mad at the people for when you wanna revert back to what you allege is really you, they're discounting it because that's not what you have risen to the standards or the level you're at now. You didn't rise to that level being the individual that you're trying to tell everyone you've always been. You understand? And, and, and it's crazy because I saw an article this morning where apparently Nikki must have responded to a, a critic on Twitter who basically called her out by saying, you know, this ain't even you. Because for the last couple of months, Nikki actually, and those of us who know her career when she first started, she is from Queens. Uh, she did come out through the mixtape era. Her style of rapping was very much different than what got her to the status she is today, right? Her appeal, her image was very different. I'm talking about the come up Nikki, right? That Nikki is not really the Nikki that the world sees today. Now, whether this Nikki is real or that Nikki was real, that's, I'm not here to debate that. The part that gives people I guess a nasty taste is that if something is real, it's always real. You understand? You're just gonna enhance your realness, but never deter from the root of it. So what I'm saying is if I'm a hood bitch, right? If I'm hood all day, right? And I 
elevate to a higher level of understanding. I'm still going to have hood in me. And even though I might be wiser, more educated, uh, more transparent, you always, the hood going to always show up. You know what I'm saying? If you're authentic to your roots. And I think what's got a lot of people puzzled is you, for most of her career, once she got signed to Young Money, we weren't really focused. She, her, her, her lyricism wasn't based on hood things. It was based on money. It was based on uh, her indicating her, her, her throne or her stance in the game. Solidifying, thank you, Spirit. Solidifying her spot in the game as a queen, right? Her lyrics were more geared to... Uh, Aesthetics, right? Things that focus primarily on uh, materialistic things. Money, cars, uh, jewelry, uh, a competitive sort of lyricist. I'm better than you. Uh, you (laughs) You guys are all my sons, right? That's competitiveness. So the Nikki that I've witnessed from the moment she came in the game in 2009 as a artist to recently has always really been focused on that image. The image of, you know, appeal and physical appeals and, you know, you not this if you don't have that and I'm better than you because I have this and money, money, money. And, and she actually caught criticism because in that interview that I'm talking about with Joe Buttons, she mentioned something about numbers not meaning everything. And, you know, uh, this is where I guess she got caught up in, in, in the hypocrisy. Because she mentions mentions now about money or, or not even so much as money. I'm sorry, spirit. Okay, there you go. She mentions numbers and sales not being everything or, you know, downplaying the fact that just because a person numbers is up or whatever, I, I, that doesn't make anybody less uh, relevant, I guess. Or the manner she kind of put this out is to indicate that numbers don't mean everything, which is a huge contradiction to the energy she was in years ago when her and Remy was going back and forth through their spat in which she referred back in her lyrics and addressing Remy by indicating where she was on the charts and her money and her status. And Remy was actually the person who responded back like, that shit don't make nobody a better lyricist than another person just because your numbers. And to Nikki, she felt like, yeah, dead. So to kind of back away from that stance and not explain why you're taking a different approach now that you once considered to be completely opposite from where you originally stood, is weird to me and this whole hood hood like she's really pushing the narrative that she's hood and very much well could be right but i personally believe if that's who you are you'd been we would have kept we'd have kept that image of who you are throughout your whole career you understand what i'm saying like me i'm definitely hood anybody who knows me knows so when you go back and pull up anything that got to do with code you're gonna see this bitch been who she's been from day 
One, it doesn't matter if she got a master's degree. It doesn't matter if she's a paralegal. It doesn't matter if she's a tarot reader. It doesn't matter that. None of that matters because through all of those elements, the hood still is, is, is evident. You can see the hood when I do my messages. You know I'm hood, bitch. Cut it out. You can tell I'm hood when I'm talking to you face to face or when we doing it like this. Like, it's certain things you can't deny. So if that's who you are as an individual, it will stay with you. As you develop other additional characteristics. But if that's who you are, you will always be associated with that. Whether it's negative or positive. And the problem here with Nikki and this whole hood and authenticity and this different approach is that she wants to sell it. Like this has always been her and it's hard for fans or critics to kind of digest that if that's not what you've always given them. You dig? Like, mm. Then, uh, it was mentioned in the interview that, uh, she spoke about her ass shots. Like, this is the first time I can recall her ever speaking about her ass shots because, you know, back in the days it was really mums the word and situations happened where people pretty much knew like, all right, that's not her ass. Cause in the beginning it wasn't like she was being forthcoming. It, it was designed in her approach to the world and who she was for us to have the illusion that that was her body until, you know, people from her past or past pictures started surfacing to contradict the image that we was being fed about who she was or what her body looked like. Right. So then eventually down her career, she'll, she was indicating in her lyrics like she didn't give a fuck why y'all worried about her ass being fake. She don't give a fuck. She still got money and all this. Ah, 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 shit. To me, that's very low vibrational. But whatevs, right? She never really touched on the topic. And to me, I think this is the first time she did. And when she discusses it, it to me, it, it seemed kind of uh, unorthodox in the approach she took. She mentions that she doesn't have surgery. She has ass shots and she didn't want to get them. And Wayne and um pretty much influenced her to get it or made her feel like she needed to get it, get them because she said whenever she was in the studio that Wayne and other members of Young Money would have a bunch of females there with big asses or voluptuous shapes and it made her feel insecure and I, 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 and we all know what the rest is, right? Because... It is what it is. So she wanted to, she discusses that and her reasons for getting it. But I felt more like it was honestly uh, taking the culpability away from herself and placing it on somebody else. Because in all actuality, I'm not disputing it. Maybe Young Money and Wayne and them did tell her to do whatever it is she did when it comes to her ass, right? But ultimately, the last decision is your decision. You get what I'm saying? See, this is grown-up shit. Because a person can, can suggest whatever the fuck they want to suggest. A person can tell you, listen, if you don't do this, then I can't do this, right? All fair, all fair, right? They can definitely uh, outline that, and I'm never going to dispute that. My issue is I'm a woman of integrity. So even if that was given to me, right, if, if, if the... uh conditions thank you spirit was all right well if you want to be on this label you need to do this that, and the third and we have you now in 2022 saying that you didn't want to do it then why did you do it then that means you compromise your integrity 
to get something that you say now years later you didn't even want to get like i don't even understand you wait to now to stay on this now i don't understand it i'm not doing nothing i don't give a fuck what it is see and that's what people go wrong which shows me you can be bought your integrity you have none if you can compromise going against your own uh beliefs your own integrity your own How would you say it, Spirit? Boundaries. Thank you. You go against your own boundaries just to obtain some form of wealth, money, fame, or success. I can never take you serious after that. Because if I have to integrate, if I have to... If I have to uh, compromise my integrity just to gain something, I already understand I've already lost something. My truth. Right there, I lost my truth. Unless, if I was to do that, I let niggas know from the gate some shit that Cardi did. Like, let niggas know from jump. This is who I am. Yeah, I got surgery. Uh, 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 uh. You know, that's not the image that... Oh, that's not the that's not the storyline the world was given about Nikki in the in the very beginning, right? So it 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 is giving uh it clearly is giving people a lot of mixed feelings, which is why she's getting a lot of um criticism when it comes to who she is as a person, not in a, as an artist, as as a, as a person. Um and the authenticity that really aligns with her. And aligns with so many people, right? Because you could say you whoever the fuck you want to say you are. Nigga, you could be Big Bird. But if I look outside and you ain't got no feathers and you ain't yellow and six feet, you ain't Big Bird, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you calling yourself. But yeah, yeah. So you guys, I just want to come here briefly to talk to you and let you know I have not forgotten you. I love you so much. I will definitely, uh, definitely, be returning to you guys with the rest of those battles that I promised you and um, just look forward to that and I thank you for your patience you guys I love you much and um, stay grounded don't let nobody steal your joy and um, yeah to all my chosen ones we here now niggas and bitches <laughs> yeah that whole part later you guys Ha, 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 ha.